Yes, indeed, we are anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. Andy Linders, good morning. Good morning, Danny. How are you? I'm doing quite well. How can you not be anything but on a day like this? Now, I know I know a lot of folks, the uh, skiers and snowboarders and snow machine operators, and certainly the ski resort <laughs> Operate. They want some snow, and uh, mm-hmm. how about how about you? Would you like some snow? Well, Denny, I'm a roofer, so no. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I understand why they want the snow, but uh, if I can get a couple more weeks of, of installs done, one, my my people are able to. It's way easier to set up our our scaffolding, our equipment to stay safe when when we get weather like we're having right now and i see like we're going to be hitting what almost 50 by thursday like 46 47 degrees somewhere in there that's yeah, uh, around uh, mid 40s anyway and certain in fact yeah. there may be some areas that would hit 50 parts of cc that yeah you're right so at least this week i think i see maybe uh one day uh, monday night a 20 percent chance of snow uh and that's maybe and that's it for the week so yeah. yeah, your your crews would be able to get out there no matter what. I mean, you could get a lot of stuff done this week, right? Windows. Uh, what about siding? Can that be done? You name it. Yeah, wow. leaf guard, roofing, windows, siding. We uh, every we'll have every one of our crews will be able to work this week. And being that we you know we feel like this is bonus time, like we haven't had any snow really to speak of. A little bit of dustings here and there, but we're not talking about ice dams. We're not shoveling. Like this time last year, I'm pretty sure we were shoveling pathways around houses when we were working on them. Oh, yeah. And so this just everything goes better for for us this way. Now, you know, I'm I'm an up north type of fella. I like snow as much as anybody. I, you know, I'm, I'm, that's, but I'm okay with it, Denny. If it, uh, if this is uh, how the rest of the winter goes, you won't hear me complaining. I understand why you feel that way. I was uh, talking to a friend of mine yesterday. Uh, about uh, a metal roofing. And I said, you know what, I'll ask Andy. Uh, he wants to know if people, if there are many people, I think his question was, that really ask for some of that uh, steel si- uh, um, metal roofing. You know, um, we still, there's certain applications where metal makes a lot of sense, and, and people certainly still ask about it. And I know most of the major manufacturers are working uh, with different types of materials, metal included, to figure out what's going to be the, the next best shingle or roofing material to put on people's homes. But when you factor in that it's about three times the cost and the warranty is, is 20 years less than what an asphalt roof does, and then that same roof takes five times as long to install as what an asphalt roof does, people tend not to choose it. And well, that's why that. 90, like, yeah, I have, I have three metal roofing machines, Denny. I'd love to see them all working all the time. <laughs> and, but typically it's, it's just one machine out there running stuff and we'll have six, seven asphalt roofs going on and on a given day and probably one metal. And it's just, just, just how it goes. But again, we'll be working on that one metal roof all week and we'll be doing 40 asphalt roof jobs in that same time frame. Well, plus so what you, uh, you've, what you said in the past about those great GAF shingles, I mean, think of the warranty on on those alone are yeah. is huge. You know, 
It is. It is. They are a, a good partner. I had a, a really good talk with uh, um, used to be uh, the guy that ran the entire central region for GAF yesterday, and he's getting in with their, their solar program. There's a lot of things that are changing over the next six months, but I'm really excited. Uh, one, I, I adore this fella. He's he's going to take that division and, and make it make it scream for GAF, and it's a really good product. There's just a, a lot of things that need to happen to make sure that they do it right. Uh, I think it was 2021, second quarter, is when I was gearing up to first try to test some of these GAF solar shingles, but everything got put on the back burner because they weren't comfortable with it yet. Fast forward two more years, Denny. Like they, they they delayed the launch two years. What kind of a manufacturer does that? Millions and millions of dollars out the door, and then delayed the launch in order to make a good product. So I'm pretty excited to see what happens there in the next six months. The other thing is, you know, manufacturers have been reeling as a whole over the last three years, just trying to catch up with supply and demand. We 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 all, we all had our supply chain issues, our raw material issues, and the fact that demand was higher than it's ever been. So innovation went away. They did, they had everything that they could handle just trying to keep the order spilled of what they already produced, let alone invent or innovate or change a material. Remember, if you change an entire line, you got to shut that line down at a factory for, for X amount of days in order to change it. They just couldn't ever afford to shut a line down. So now you're seeing new factories getting built, you're seeing everything start to scale up, but now I'm starting to see, hey, this is what we're working on, and this is this is the new system that we have, and and the technology aspect of it, Denny. Like one of some of the things I'm going to be able to do with 3D modeling and being able to work with you virtually, and 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 the what we're, what we're going to be able to how we're going to be able to help people out in their homes. It's just going to get easier and easier and easier, I think, over the next three years. And there's going to be some some disruptors in the industry, I have a think. There's going to be some price point products out there that come out. Uh, I'm pretty excited and more excited than I've been the last three years. It used to be the best part of, of, of my industry was there was something new to, yeah. to install or to test all the time. That's why I have, I don't know, 13 different window manufacturers, four different decking manufacturers, five different siding manufacturers, three different types of roofing on my house and my, and my garage and my outbuildings. It's just because I like to test stuff. I need to know what works and what doesn't. And I haven't put anything new on my homes or my brother's houses or my family members' houses since like 2019. So I'm, I'm hopeful that 24 is going to be that year. We get back to what makes our industry great and we start to innovate again, but we'll see. Yeah, and that's pretty well. I can tell when you're excited that something is coming down the pike. I hope you uh, uh, keep us informed now as 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 you learn more things too. That's great. That is exciting. Um, it is. I'm I'm looking. I want to make sure that we got our text uh, questions and calls uh, taken care of as well. If uh, again uh, before we take a break here, if you uh, have any kind of a home improvement question, we we would love to hear from you either by phone or text six five one four. Uh, again, uh, before we take a break here, if you uh, have any kind of a home improvement question, we, we would love to hear from you, either by phone or text, 651-461-9226. Here's one. Uh, good morning. The company that installed our furnace and air exchanger is no longer in business. The company that we have servicing and checking our furnace each year has disconnected the exhaust line from the heat chamber on the furnace and has it in the ceiling of the basement. 
the outside air still comes into the cold air ductwork. Question is, do I need to have that in the basement ceiling or should it be down lower to the floor? They plug the hole in the heat supply where the hose was connected. I don't know if you followed all, followed all that, Andy, uh, but not, uh, any any thoughts? Not, uh, I'm, I'm having a hard, tough time following. There had to be a reason why they disconnected it from where they, they did, and without that reason, it's tough to understand yeah, why. Yeah, I can see why the, you're the saying why, that. why, what's going on. Now, well, let's, let's do this. Some good HVAC companies signing up for a maintenance program with an HVAC company isn't the worst idea in the world for, for almost everyone. One, it's cheap. Two, then you always have that person to call, and it's consistent. And in the Twin Cities, we have some people that have been around quite a while. Oh, now, yeah. There's been some ownership changes in that industry over the last few years, but still, it's uh, – I think there's a way to, 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 to get somebody smart there to take a look at it and make it comfortable. It's not something you want to mess around with. When done improperly, it can it can lead to death. So you just you need to make sure you know who's working on your HVAC system. That's why I struggle to even try to tell you that this is right, wrong, or indifferent because if, if I if I give you the wrong advice here because I don't have all the information, yeah. it can, you know, and the, the fail-safes on the furnace actually fail, meaning... You know, they're not supposed to be able to, to, to put off the bad gases. You know, the, the, they're supposed to be able to shut off. There's, there's fail-safes that way. And, but every year, I hear horror stories. Or, I, you know, years ago, a decade ago, Denny, we, we, we did siding on a house. And they had somebody working on the furnace. That furnace tech knew how to bypass the bypass so it wouldn't kick off. And by doing that, he one person was severely injured and one person died. Ooh. <laughs> so it's it's uh, and and you know you 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 had the fire department at your house for 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 oh, CO two yeah. at one point yeah. too. So it's a oh. uh, it's something that you, you you can't mess with if you're not comfortable working on it and maintaining your systems yourself. Hire a professional for sure. And you're right. There are a lot of companies around here that have been here and will remain here. They'll still be in business the next year, the next ten years, or more. So yeah, you've you've got some good companies around here to choose from. So I, yeah, that's a great recommendation. Although in looking at the area code from this particular text, uh, they're not in the Twin Cities area, so that they'll refer to their uh, who they have in their neck of the woods. All right, I'm getting a signal. We need to take a quick break. But when we come back, we've got more questions to get answered. Home improvement time here. If you have one of those questions, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. In the Twin Cities, we've added a couple of degrees. We're now at 24. Both today and tomorrow, we should see 39 degrees. Stay with us. News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Denny Long here along with uh, Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Yeah, you want to get in touch with those good folks for any particular project you have in mind, 844-9-LINDIS, 844-9-LINDIS. We'll get you that number before uh, Andy takes his uh, his leave today. In the meantime, if you do have a question for us, you can call it in or text it in, 651 461 9226. Andy, a, a, a couple of uh, related questions, and I know we get this from time to time, especially this time of year. 
Hello, this one says, what are your opinions on using heat tape for an eastern-facing valley on my roof? It's the only ice dam trouble spot on the entire roof. And the other question was, how do you feel about heat tape for gutters to keep water moving? How would you feel those questions, Andy? You know, if if you cannot, some houses and some designs, just no matter what you do to the insulation and ventilation, you're going to have some ice dams. Now, if it's an ice dam that doesn't cause any damage, that, you know, if it's ice that's just happening because of the normal freeze-thaw free cycle, or it's stuck in your head because we had one of the snowiest years we've ever had last year, you know, if, if, as long as we don't have that type of year, and we've got to remember, it wasn't just the snowiest year, Denny, we had ice storms. Like, I, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, I ended up in a in a in a chunk of woods uh, early November for the first time since last year, and the ice storm in January, there was hundreds of trees bent over. Like, I was belly crawling on what used to be a trail you could drive a truck through. It, you know, we we lost. There was there was some. There's a lot of weather last year. So if that's what's in your head. If it's not a, you know something that you remember happening over and over the last few years, you might be okay. And, and just running a heat tape up there to get rid of that ice in that one area, if it's just a spot area, I'm okay with heat tape. But if you've got to run heat tape along your entire house, you've got issues. Now, guttering, they like, like leaf guard. You're like During your normal freeze-thaw cycle, Denny, the, like leaf guard, you're going to get ice is going to form on the outside of the gutter. You may get some icicles coming down where an ordinary gutter is going to grab that ice on the inside of the gutter and build it up on your roof. Now, some people don't like those icicles during the normal pre-saw cycle. So we've recommended throw a heat tape up there. It's aluminum. So we'll conduct energy on my house. I told that story on, on the show before. I only have 10 inches of space in my front entryway, old four square farm home. When I redo the roof from the hailstorm of 21 that I still haven't fixed because I haven't been able to get a crew on unbusy yet to, 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 to. <laughs> we're going to test some winter installs guess where we're going to test that denny no of course. Um, uh, <laughs> it uh but so when i redo that i'm going to put no more insulation there but right now i it's i got a jam packed and it's still not enough insulation so i get some some snow melt there but i have a heat tape and 20 feet of gutter out the downspout plug it in and never have icicles anymore on my uh, on that on that gutter so are they effective at times? Yes. Are they long-lasting? No. Three to five years is like the lifetime expectancy. Sometimes one to, depending on how much weather or, you know, they get a nick in them or whatever the case may be, you might end up having to replace them, you know, every couple, three years, every other year, something like that. Uh, you know, so every now and then you hear of them lasting longer. But I know I'm on my second set and almost none of it's exposed to the sun. Well, I guess I just feel lucky after uh, Linda's couple of different times uh, put that insulation, the foam and the blown-in insulation on top of that, sealed up everything. I, I never, not only do I never have ice dams, but rarely, rarely do I see icicles. Rarely. Because, you know, that's kind of a normal process, isn't it? To see icicles here and there, that's not the end of the world. Yeah. yeah no, like is is the sun melts the snow on your on your roof and it gets cold at night. You you know it's you know you're gonna get some icicles. It's it's usually not the end of the world for me. I'd rather have icicles coming down than something catching all of that water and building it back up on the roof. Yeah, for sure. Because you can it's way easier to deal with on the ground than it is up on the roof, and it causes way less damage. 
I've seen ice dams cause thousands of dollars of damage, all new insulation having to get redone, rotten wood having to get replaced, trusses having to get replaced. So it's not something to take lightly, but if you're basing your decisions on last year's winter and you never had a problem before that, I would maybe caution and and work with somebody like us or any of the other good insulators in, in the Twin Cities they're going to come in, use the proper diagnostic tools, talk about your R value, talk about air, air venting, talk about air sealing, you know, and, 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 and look at your house as a whole, not just blowing in insulation. And I want to, I, I don't think I asked you this last week. Here we are in the month of December uh, and uh, about Linda's construction. You guys have some pretty good deals going on usually every month. What's the December offer? You know, uh, we went all in with the free heat map analysis. So any of our people will come out and gladly go through all of your entire home, talk about anywhere that, that leaks air, talk about the exact R value, talk about what, what is going on in your basement, and and try to make some decisions to make your house the most comfortable house it possibly could be. We've also extended the offer on Infinity Windows. To, for So the 75% off labor offers extended through the month of December on Infinity Windows. So if you, you're in the market for new windows or insulation, it's about as good a time as any to, to get in. Absolutely. Uh, 8449-LINDIS. We'll give you that information again before Andy leaves us, which is about a half hour from now. Uh, we're going to take a break for uh, that the weather weather forecast. Doesn't seem like December. Uh, but if you have any kind of a home improvement question, we have more time for yours now coming up. 651 461 24 degrees in the Twin Cities. We'll get the weather next. On News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Denny Long along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction fielding those home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text as usual. Uh, here's the number if you haven't tried it yet, 651-461-9226. Uh, Andy, we got a bunch of uh, text messages here. I want to see how many we can uh, feel before we run out of time. We have uh, had a couple of heat tape questions for you. Another one, but you've answered that already. Um, Here's one that comes from Jane in Bloomington. In February, we had more insulation added to our attic. They sealed all the openings from the house to the attic and put in air chutes that extend up the inside of the roof. On a very hot day in early September, we noticed heat radiating through our upstairs exhaust fans and felt heat at the ceiling at the end of our upstairs hallway. Could this be due to the poor ventilation in the attic? Our concern is that the blown-in insulation covered up the bottom of the air chutes. I know you can picture that, but what what do you think could uh, could have happened here? Uh, if the chutes were improperly installed and you don't have the proper intake, then yeah, that 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 can definitely definitely happen. A lot of times, people forget like when they put those those chutes in, they they need to dam up the the soffit area as well. Because you you need to have those those styrofoam chutes extend into the soffit, 
but then you need to make sure that there's a dam so the insulation doesn't blow into the soffit and and completely you know cover those the, the intake vents. So one thing you can do it might be easier to look at it from the soffit side if you can remove any of the soffit vents and look up in there from that way you might be able to see what's going on but a simple blower door test or somebody knowing what they're doing and having the company come back out and, ex- and explain to them what you're seeing and, and, and feeling, they might very well be able to get in there and, and dig around. Um, it's something that we see on, on a pretty regular basis where the, the intake shoots were done improperly or not done at all. You know, if you would, uh, explain for listeners that don't know, what, what are those shoots? Where are they placed uh, in the attic? So these chutes are made out of styrofoam and it creates a channel. It's a piece of styrofoam the same width as it is between each one of the trusses. And so you, you, you staple this chute to the roof deck and you dip it into the soffit. That way, no matter how much you fill up that attic space with insulation, there's still air able to come from the soffit into the attic space above the insulation. Remember, the goal is try to get the attic in the wintertime about the same temperature as it is outside. So it, it should be bringing in cold air and pushing the hot air out the roof vents. And if you don't have this done the right way, or one of the biggest mistakes that I, I, I see roofers and, and insulators and, and homeowners make is they add all sorts of different types of venting to their roof. They'll, they'll put a... They'll have a gable vent, and then they'll put an electric vent up there, and pretty soon they're working against each other. You're 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 pulling air from a vent that's supposed to let the vent air out, and now all of a sudden you're turning that that gable vent into an intake, or or vice versa. It's just uh, it's something. There's a science behind it, and any roofer or insulator worth their salt should be able to figure out the push to pull ratio in your attic and make sure that it's properly vented. Uh, and I, I don't want to blindside you here, but as far as insulation goes, and if someone said, that, you know, my house needs it, uh, and of course, if they're not sure, they can always call Lindis, and you guys will come out that first visit always free to check that out. Can mm-hmm. can the jobs, those jobs can be done all year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we might have to condition the space if we're using spray foam. You know, we, 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 you know, you don't want it below freezing. We want it above 40 oh, yeah. degrees, but it's an inside space. Usually that's, that's very easily conditioned. And so it's pretty rare where, where we can't work on, on in your attic. Now, polar vortexes and things like that, it's, you know, 20 below zero, but you're talking a week or two a year, maybe. It's, it's hopefully anyways. Yeah. And, you know that 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 can get difficult. You know all these hoses running outside, things freeze up. It's just just not something that we're working. But more often than not, not a, it's a non-issue. It can be done. Good. Six five one four six one nine two two six is our phone number. It's also our text number. Speaking of texts, here's another one. My son has built a new home. The basement has one air duct. The basement is two thousand square feet. Contractor told him that's adequate. My son is contemplating adding ducts down there. Should those ducts be on the outside wall of his basement? Is the question. Well, I'm not sure. Um, I would defer to the HVAC professional. And is it cold down there? Yeah, I don't it doesn't know. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. You need more information. So, 
you know, and, and maybe it's, it could be, you know, I don't know what, what else is heating in the rest of the house either. I don't know how the unit is set up or, or anything like that. But if you're, if you're worried about it, get an HVAC professional out there and, 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 and get a different opinion from somebody that knows, knows, uh, knows those types of systems. Interesting enough, we got another question, another text from a listener. Well, I'll just read it. It says, I have an unfinished basement in a 1950s Rambler. And for reasons too complicated to explain, it has a low ceiling. If I got rid of the heat ducts, it would be okay. But I imagine the cost of switching to a different heating system would be expensive. The question is, can the floor be lowered? Any ideas? I don't think so. I No. I've never been asked that question before. I don't ever recall seeing that done before. And if you think changing out your heat ducts is expensive, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever carried buckets out of a basement before, Denny, but uh, <laughs> no. if uh, <laughs> I can tell you this, if that's uh, part of the job description, I will charge you for it. <laughs> Now, it's, what? Uh, it's not a fun thing. I've I've turned you know crawl spaces into basements before, but and I've jacked up when I we've we we've, we've added basements to houses, and we've jacked up old farmhouses and put in wood foundations to add basements to them. So there's 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 a way to do these these types of projects. Just how much are you? None of. Um, the projects you're describing sound cheap or the, that I'm describing sound cheap. You mentioned uh, uh, the crawl space, that phrase, and I'm looking at a text that came in a couple of minutes ago. It said, what can you do for an unheated crawl space under my cold living room? You've seen that problem before. Uh-huh. Yep. We'll, st- uh, we'll spray foam everything. The walls, the ceiling, which would be your floor and a condition that area and it'll be a night and day difference one of the first ever spray foam jobs that that i was the salesperson on oh circa 20 some odd years ago that customer was it was a crawl space it was a daycare and the addition on the back of the home was where most of the daycare facility was and it was really, really cold in the wintertime. It was a crawl space. I mean, it was just, there was no insulation on the floor at all. And we we went in there, conditioned the area. We had to put a dehumidifier into the other part of the basement, um, spray foam the, the, the ceiling, the walls, the, the dirt floor, sealed it off. And that bitch, uh, over the next four years, 30, 40 customers, that uh, I mean, I bet you everybody that brought their kid to daycare there became a customer of ours. <laughs> it seems like so. It uh, it's just one of those projects you know you're going to make a big, big difference if you have a crawl space that's really, really cold and that floor is cold. There's some things you can do there that 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 can make a big difference, and it's not all that expensive. You're not talking about a crazy amount of spray foam and insulation. It's way cheaper to do those types of jobs than than it is attics. Now, we had that done several years ago. I was glad you and I were talking about that on one of the shows uh, because uh, all I remember seeing, and we've lived in this house for years, was uh, was dirt down there, dirt floor. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, afterwards, done. now I was joking with my son. I thought, you know what? 
if if I was real short, that'd be a great man cave after they were, after they were done because uh, <laughs> the way the the, the flooring uh, was covered, that dirt is covered with that heavy stuff. And uh, you know, you're right. The spray foam and all that. It 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 was. Uh, and what a difference in temperature. So yeah, that highly recommend that if you, if you have access. But that's got to be tough for workers to work in who have to crouch right really low. Uh, yeah, you know, but it's no different than an attic. I suppose some of the the the, the, the belly crawling we have to do up there. And believe it or not, we run into way less dead animals in crawl spaces than attics. That's true. So that's that's <laughs> we a have plus. That going for us. <laughs> and like besides like how you can make the house more comfortable, getting rid of that musty smell or or even like some of the your dehumidifier is probably going to have to run less. Once we once we condition your crawl space, <coughs> excuse me. You're going to be in a much better spot not only just with how much warmer your floor is going to be, but just with even how the rest of your basement smells. Yeah, absolutely. What a difference. All right, Andy, again, the signal signal here. We've got to take a break real fast. We still have time for your home improvement question at 651-461-9226. Uh, right now in the Twin Cities, few clouds, 24 degrees. We're heading for 39 both today and tomorrow. Stay with us here. News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Welcome back to CCS Home Improvement Show. We're here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus doing all the uh, heavy lifting here this morning, as usual, answering those uh, questions for you at 651-461-9226. Not unusual, Andy, to get, as you know, to get insulation uh, type of questions this time of year. Here is another one. Uh, Texter says, I would assume... That foam insulating an existing home with board and batten siding is not practical. Is that correct? Well, if they're talking about insulating the walls, that's it. Almost sounds like that's it's no matter the type of siding, it's not practical. Uh, I'm telling you, the the companies that say they fill your cavities full of foam, they're and I'm not saying they can't ever do a good job. I'm just saying I've seen that type of insulation go sideways more than other types of insulation. What can the happen? reason why my, well, you're going to end up with voids in the wall. There's things in the wall that the foam's just not going to fill. And they can say they're going to x-ray it all and do everything and put the scopes in, but there's going to be spots in that wall that don't get the foam. So now you're creating a, a warm spot and a cold spot, and, and now you can have condensation happening. You can have mold that happens there, it's especially if there's other types of insulation already in the wall. You're much better off. If you're going to redo the siding, you can choose a product like Insultex, which is an R6. See what type of insulation's in the wall. If, if you can, remove some sheathing. You can add some insulation to the wall there. But even when two-by-four construction with, with fiberglass in the wall, with the, the R6 uh, Insultex house wrap, you're going to get to an R21. And, and that's, that's, that's pretty darn awesome for, for a wall. You don't lose a lot of your energy through your sidewalls. Your basement and your attic are usually the culprits. Windows and doors, again, much more important to address all of those things. Having a thermostat that, that you can program, all of those things are going to lead to better energy savings than insulating your walls. 
So for me, I don't look at the walls unless I'm redoing the siding. And it's about the house wrap that has an R6 insulation, the Insultex. But more importantly, when we put on the house wrap, you're going to air seal the entire wall. So they can air movement and making that house tighter, I think, is more important on the walls than, than, than spray foaming the, the entire thing. Because you're going to end up with voids, and it's very costly. Like when you look at what that costs compared to what uh, I've seen, seen one bit, it was, it was darn near, you know, three quarters of what it would cost to put new siding on the house. <laughs> Man. All right, so, another. Yeah. I I uh, I'm looking at another yet another uh, spray foam uh, question. The texter says simply, "Can I spray foam in cold weather?" You kind of referred to that earlier. Yeah, depending on um, you know what you mean by cold weather, like uh, you know, like uh, thirty degrees ish, you know, will be okay. I think we want to hit like we want to make sure we get the space at least forty degrees. So if it's 10, 15 degrees outside, we can we can get that space to 40 degrees almost always. All right. If that makes sense. So all, that means the majority of the winter, if you look at it, not a lot of lows in the single digits or highs in the single digits. So if we're getting in the highs where you're in the teens and 20s during the day, we should be able to condition that space enough to, to, to be okay. We, we need to be able to condition it for 48 hours. Booking here. Yeah. And again, I should remind our listeners that if if uh, this is really kind of a good time, a really a good time to do that, you would you had mentioned the uh, last half hour about getting uh, getting a, an estimate and uh, an estimate, and you get a, a free heat map analysis, right? Absolutely. And again, as the temperatures get cooler, I know we have some pretty mild weather right now. Yeah, right. But, but chances are, you got your furnace on. As long as there's going to be more than likely, even if it's 40 degrees outside, chances are your house is going to be closer to 70. So the pressure differences should be there so we can find out where air is moving in the wintertime. The infrared imaging should really work well. So a lot of things that we can and tools that we can use this time of year that just make our jobs marketably easier and make the pathway to making your home the most comfortable home it possibly could be seem, seem like a, you know, a very doable thing. And, and it's, 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 put it this way. Our our, what we diagnose and how fast we diagnose, uh, we can figure things out marketably faster right now than we can in, you know, when it's September, 60 degrees outside and 60 degrees inside the house. We we got nothing. Like, the air's not leaking. It's not moving. There's no pressure changes, infrared imaging showing us anything. We just got to, you know, use our knowledge to the best of our ability and start to dig in through the attic and and look for visual clues because the house isn't doing anything like we're like we're seeing right now they don't and if we get any snow you know we can look at roof lines and see where the snow is melting off and really start to figure out where the problem areas are and andy we're almost out of time a couple minutes to go a couple of quick uh, texts and quick answers if you would uh can you discuss what are optimal humidity levels in the winter in a home and is a whole house humidifier a worthwhile investment uh, you know, if you're going to run a whole house humidifier like an April air system, you better know how to set it properly. Um, for me, I run my dehumidifier in the wintertime, and I set it to make sure that it never gets above 40%. For my home, that has made sure that it has no issues. Now, my home, again, yes, newer siding, newer roof. I've done some insulation work in the walls as I've done some 
some some work over the years and some remodeling, but still, it's an old four square townhome, so it leaks some air. Old, right. old four square farm farmhouse leaks some air. It's so forty percent might not make it for everyone else. The, the U of M says it gets, as it gets below twenty degrees, you're looking at closer to twenty percent. So be really really careful with a humidifier in the wintertime. A lot of times they cause more damage, and no matter how much more comfortable it's making your house feel, that that warm air, moist air is getting in the walls causing mold, other issues, you can, it can, even outlets. I've seen condensation make outlets stop working, Denny. Think about that. Oh, not good. No. You're putting I, frost into the outlet. Oh, mercy. I know we're almost out of time. How about a real quick answer? I want to insulate my unfinished basement. What's the best insulation spray foam or batting? It's very dry basement, never any moisture. I, uh, spray foam is, is the best insulation you can get almost always. I, um, right. For me, that's what I choose. Cellulose is my next uh, my next thing for the attic. All right. Andy, thanks so much. We're out of time. Let's do this again next week. Sounds great, Danny. Thanks you. Have Good a deal. Yeah, have a great week. Be safe, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk more home improvement next week here on uh, CCU. Yeah, get in touch with Linda's Construction, 8449 Linda's Denny Law. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this weather. Going to be 39 degrees right now at CCO. It's 24.